That's right. Welcome in. Welcome back, folks. To a is the Freeman factor getting activated right now a little bit? Does anybody else feel that? Let's try some positivity on for a change edition of the Always Irish Show. As always, you can find the program on YouTube. Do it. Subscribe if you haven't yet. Appreciate it very much. Give the video a thumbs up. That helps Johnny out as well. Notifications on that way. You don't miss anything. Twitter, search bar, always Irish. Rat, always Irish. Emails, always Irish. ND at gmail.com. Audio only anywhere you want it. You can get it if you don't want to look at my face. I don't blame you. How do you think I feel? Call in lines. 312. 988.15. You dial up John. Tell him all you've heard and seen. Social media, always Irish Inc. USA Today, Fighting Irish Wire. Read all about it. Patreon.com slash always Irish. Former Notre Dame captain, leading tackler, I might add. Mike Goolsby and myself breaking down all things Notre Dame. Mike's starting to get deep into the film on the 24 recruiting class. What do you like? What do you not like? What needs to improve? Who's going to be a baller? Go check it all out. Thanks to all of you. Have All right. Welcome in. Welcome back. I say this often on these airwaves. Nothing's ever normal with Notre Dame. It doesn't matter what it is. We don't do anything normal. Everything that happens with Notre Dame has five layers of everything else connected to it, and it turns into a big thing. It's just the weirdest stuff finds Notre Dame. Recently, both you got two former Notre Dame starting quarterbacks leaving the colleges they're at, coming back to Notre Dame, and neither one of them are playing football. It's amazing. Buckner and Pine, they're back. It's just Nothing's normal. It's all a roller coaster, a nonstop roller coaster. So we've been up and down through this year. I think it felt kind of rough overall uh, and in a rough start to the offseason with a lot of uncertainty and questions. And we covered that plenty here. Let's let's look at some positive things happening though. Let's let's look at some positivity here. If you know what you're looking for and your eyes are open to it, there's a lot of good things going on in this program. Okay. Now, I know right away there's certain people in these comments. Here goes John Freeman's no good. You know, you're a Freeman homer, so you're never gonna question him. And now he lost these games, and now you're saying he's good. What an idiot. While I take a fair amount of criticism for defending Freeman, I say this in response. And I've always said this in response. You can both like and support Freeman, want him to be the guy that succeeds in Notre Dame and gets us over the hump. And at the exact same time, say he's got to get better at his job. I am unsure, I am uncertain why this is so hard for people to understand. That's not hypocritical. That's not me flip-flopping, none of that. I support Marcus and I want him to win, but also he's got to get better at his craft. He's not a finished product. He's made some mistakes that he can't repeat. He's got to get better. 
I don't know why that's so hard to get. Just because I say I'm a Freeman guy and I like his personality a lot more than Kelly, that doesn't mean I'm 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 just gonna look over mistakes Marcus makes. He's got to get better. He knows that. We all know that. Gathering the information that I've heard behind the scenes and looking at the things happening in real time, Freeman seems to be operating with a, a spark right now. And it, almost like a little frustrated and pissed off and then and it's making him work harder than ever and the staff's grinding too. It just feels like they're all being super aggressive with every move they want to make now. And you absolutely love to see that if you're a Notre Dame person. If there just seems to be a different spark with Marcus since the first few days, all those guys left the program and the Stucky thing. There just, there just seems to be a little edge, like a little switch was flipped or something. I don't know. But if this is some sort of turn from like the Mr. Nice Guy Freeman stuff into more of a little bit of a gloves off, uh, like intensity, like a little less of the nice guy Marcus stuff and a little more of the serious side. I think I might be here for that. I think I might be here, here for that progression from like first couple years, get in there, be nice to everybody, have the fans uh, on your side, like all of that stuff that you would want to do to build favor with the fan base and be cool to them and the media and all this stuff you got to do. But if it it almost feels, I'm hoping almost this is some little switch from the Mr. Nice Guy into more of like a, just like a cold hearted, like it's just football and we got to make decisions and this and this and this. So if he's getting more cutthroat or a little bit of an edge to him going into year three, oh baby, I'm here for that. Give me that. Here's some points I want to make. Number one, great reaction to the portal by the staff. They were on targets early and often. Heavy action, all of it. Really great job. Sense of urgency there that I appreciate and that is required of any school that wants to successfully nav navigate portal season. Number two, if you notice the wide receiver higher was fast tracked a lot quicker than what most Notre Dame football hires are. You'll usually hear, oh, we identified a guy. And then it's like a month later, you hear that it's official and he can start recruiting and stuff because they take forever to do the back. their O'Leary checks and everything else. This one was fast. That's what it needs to be. Because the guy needs to get to work now, not three and a half, four weeks from now, not after that new year. No. So that got fast tracked, those processes. And again, that is a marker of progress. All these things add up, folks. Number three is. I like the fact that some of these names in the portal, most of them, they're not just like guys to be guys. They're guys that are going to contribute. 
Now, I know people are going to say they're all overrated and you're we're hyping them up or whatever. That maybe remains to be true. But this Oban player from Duke, we don't have anybody better than him at that role. That's a huge pickup for Notre Dame. With Leonard's mobility and size, I am hoping that Notre Dame's offense looks a little different for once in my life. Maybe a little less predictable. No matter what Parker does or if he evolves or not. I'm hoping Leonard can do some of that on his own. We might need it. And those wide receivers, those are positions in need. And these are guys that I think are going to be more than just depth guys. They're going to need to play. Good job identifying these guys, moving on them, getting them interested in Notre Dame. If there's NIL stuff, figuring all that out behind the scenes. So that's three. Number four, speaking of NIL, Notre Dame can legally compete with NIL. All right. I like, I can verify that. Notre Dame's got plenty of what they need there. Notre Dame can compete. They are willing to, but it isn't going to be the Wild West and all over the place. Like, it's got to be identified, certain identified guys. And and it's just like an organized, stable situation. But I can verify Notre Dame's in this game a hot and heavy, especially with the quarterbacks. If you've heard some of the rumors of the numbers around that. Notre Dame's not afraid to do this now. It's just not that public, man. It's just, it's not the, a thing Notre Dame is going to brag about publicly. Trust me when I say, though, if there's a guy they need to put a package to, Notre Dame's going to be fair and pony up a package. Now, I want to separate this. I want to make sure nobody mixes this up. I'm talking about the wing that's doing the NIL and the fund and all that. The administration, something different. If you're, I don't want anybody to think I'm branching them in this after the Ludwig. That's a whole different entity. This is about the NIL specific group. Um, next, slowly but surely, we're starting to get a little more flexibility with the transfer stuff in Notre Dame. Slowly but surely, we're getting a little more leeway. But that is a work in progress, but it is some progress. And finally, with all this stuff going on, the roller coaster of the season, the frustration about ended, and we had hoped Hartman would have changed things more than did all of that, whatever. With all this going on, then all the portal madness and all of the craziness with all the rumors and who's coming and going and all that. With all this, go who's the quarterback? All of this going on in Notre Dame land. Do not forget, regular recruiting is behind the scenes on all of this. Sitting at number 10 in the 247 for this year, the class after that, it's very early. I know that. Number one right now. Spare me. Oh, it's early. You know we're not going to stay there. Give me a break. Anyways, the roster's flipping. And Notre Dame is getting deeper, faster, and more athletic overall. We are. The blue chip ratio shows that just if you look at Notre Dame's, if you just look at the guys, it's changing. I always used to talk during the Kelly era 
Notre Dame had way too many guys. When you're at a game looking at our sideline that looked like my build, not a good sign unless you're like a long snapper or something or a punter. I don't want to be looking at Notre Dame sideline and see guys that look like they have my build. That's what the band section's for. I'm seeing this start to change. Notre Dame is. They're getting longer, more athletic, deeper, and faster. They are. Um, they still need to do it at the most premium positions. And we're open to see more of that. But overall, that roster is changing. Um, this staff, they recruit hard, man. They work hard, and I respect it, and I genuinely appreciate it. I'm, I am not certain if it's going to pay off for Freeman, all this hard work, and he'll get his day in the sunshine, winning playoff games and all that. I don't know if that's coming. But as far as work ethic, the effort is showing on and off the field, and I genuinely respect and appreciate that. It makes me feel like the head coach cares as much as we do about what happens. I haven't always felt that way. Freeman's starting to get things accomplished in Notre Dame. There's things changing. And some of it isn't like as quick and as public pro progress as people want. But Marcus is really starting to get some tones to change here a little bit. And you, you maybe feel the sense of that flipping over and lining up with the new AD and the new president and all that. But I'm telling you, behind the scenes lately, I have been pleasantly surprised with what I heard about a lot of this stuff. I think more is getting done than the public realizes. And I include myself in that till I find more information and have a great source and partnering with Mike Goolsby on the Patreon. Like I have some people and then he has some people and, and that's a lot of people. Good information, find the scenes, it's great. And the more of that information I gather on my own and through Mike's people too, there's a lot going on. And so there are changes happening at Notre Dame that everybody can live with. They're not all public out in front, everything, but there's thing, things are getting done to help football. And I love to see it. It feels weird for me to say that because it's been a common theme for a long time that all these people don't do enough. At least I'm seeing certain parts of this shift. Not all, but I'm seeing certain parts of it shift. Starting to be able to see like a foundation starting to build with the, the new Varisha talent heading into South Bend under the Freeman era but you still need those key pieces to fall together to make it all golden. Not Al, regular, right? Like, like those key pieces got to come together. Um, and so here's where I think the mission is. You got to keep flipping this roster. Freeman's got to keep getting it tighter. It is operation in game and all that stuff and, and make sure he has the right offense staff and all that. You got to keep flipping this roster and you got to you got to hone all this up and be trending up to get into prime car prime deuce. That's when I think Notre Dame's it truly contenders to make a run in the modern playoff era where it's going to take 
beaten a string of good teams to get it done. That's, I think, your short term. Keep flipping that roster and find a way to build momentum into prime deuce, prime car and have all those pieces and that newer roster. You just can't have like eight and four next year, something that's really going to knock you back and take the wind out of you. Like you got to keep building that bridge and building it up. And then, and then it lines up with one of those younger quarterbacks that has an upside we haven't seen in a long time. That's when Notre Dame's true contenders. But I got to say for now, it feels like Freeman's heating up a little bit right now. And I like feeling and maybe having an inclination behind the scenes that there's a little, a different flame under him right now and in him and coming out of him. Whatever you want to call it, I think I like it. But it feels like a man on a mission. And, and I love that Freeman's default reaction to, to bad stuff happening or potentially bad stuff happening is Work, 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 work some more, work hard, all the staff, work, work, work. I love it. That effort is there, and I just hope it pays off for everybody involved, us, Freeman, the, the players, everybody. So after all the bumps and downs, ups and downs in the season and, and the anxiety and everything, I wanted to make sure I throw some positivity out there. There's a lot going on here. So if you could keep it together and keep building, you might really like what you get uh, down the road here. What do you guys think? Let me know.